0: Hi, I'm Jimmy Navio. Hi. We're here for another podcast. No podcast last week. Sorry about that, guys. And there might not be one next week either. If there is, it's going to be like a short one later in the evening. But most likely, uh, there's not going to be one next week. But then after that... We're back to our normal every Wednesday night schedule. The summer's been a little bit crazy for me, but I think that's coming to an end now. Things should get somewhat back to normal. Um, yeah. So for those who don't know, we talked about this on the podcast a few weeks ago. Um, Twitch started this new thing called Bounties. And I signed up to be a beta tester of the Twitch bounty board. I got accepted. I finally got my first bounty and I requested to start my bounty, which means they send you a key and they officially start it. And they just, when I got home today, they sent me my key. So either during or right after or at some point... Today, tonight's the last night for me to do it too It ends August 1st um, We're probably going to play a little Crew 2 So maybe during the podcast Maybe right after I haven't decided yet We'll see But that's the plan We're going to do a short podcast Sheaf uh, has a, a beef that he It sounds like he's very excited and proud of, for Jackbox No, The Crew 2 The Crew 2 is the game that I have for my bounty board Mr. Ninja um which i'm actually really excited about it looks like a fun game i saw battle athlete play it a while back and uh i'm curious to check it out but before we do that we're gonna have a short podcast my co-host james 28 is on standby right now we got some sheaths beef lined up we got a few topics to talk about nothing too crazy But uh, just a chill podcast tonight. We'll probably interact with the crowd a little more for those who are here. I might throw out a little giveaway. I bought some keys for some games um, for maybe tomorrow. For those who are usually around for Thirsty Thursday, I might give away some keys because there are some games on sale. So let me bring on James here and we'll have a little chat. Can I use ducats for the giveaway? I wouldn't make you spend your ducats. Usually I just give them away or... I'll do like a night bot roll or something. But if you're the only one here, you get a key. So, I mean, I guess you have that going for you. All right, let's uh, let's switch up here. Whoop. <gasps> I can see you, James.
1: Is that a threat? <laughs>
0: Your, your voice sounded so good just now when you did that. You should always have your mic that close to your face because it sounds. Uh,
1: no worries, I'll, I'll just keep it right here this entire podcast.
0: Yeah, you're just going to lean okay. over the whole time and hide in the corner. <laughs> yeah, pull it up closer to your face. So, question for you. I've always wondered this. Not to call you out or anything, but... Uh, the I noticed whenever... You're on camera during the podcast, and maybe, maybe, maybe we should have someone. In we need to come up with a command that people can spam every time you do it. You grabbing your earphone things is that a nervous twitch? I think it is. I didn't I know if there was like a volume setting or something, but you you regularly grab. I like sometimes you pull them out from your ears a little bit too, like you readjust them. But I noticed that you grab your little earphone things pretty regularly I yeah
1: re- I noticed I was doing that because I think I was doing it subconsciously like as a way to like keep hold of an idea like if I'm saying something to help me like re- like keep it in my head I, I would grab my, my earphones and like pull them out and like adjust them Okay. but I was like why do I keep doing that because I would look over on stream because it's on the second monitor and I'm like I'm doing that a lot and it's not something I was thinking about. So, yeah, I think it's like a nervous nervous thing. Okay. Because these headphones, they get a bit uncomfortable. Like, if I'm wearing them for a long time and I, like, wear them before the podcast. But I, I noticed it, it is, like, on stream when I'm, like, tugging at them a lot. And I think it is, like, a nervous thing. Yeah. I didn't realize it was, like, an issue until I went over a VOD. And I was, like... <laughs> Wow, that that's a lot.
0: <laughs> I I notice I grab my microphone. I, everyone's got their shit. I readjust my microphone like thirty times during the podcast. I think that's kind of one of my twitches. Another one is I, I itch the side of my nose a lot right here. I don't know. Like it's just a thing that I do. And uh, Masheef always gives me shit and says that I'm picking my nose. That's mm-hmm. that's why he he bought the domain Watch Me Pick My Nose or whatever and redirected it to my stream.
1: Yeah, did you see his Twitter post earlier?
0: <laughs> yeah, he used that URL in his Twitter post. Thanks, Mr. Uh Mr. Mashief. What a cutie patootie. Which one? Both? Or is that an all of the above statement, Wildling? Cause if you're talking about James, I agree. He's a handsome fella.
1: Cancel that TwitchCon ticket.
0: There's a there's a lady James out there somewhere who's really uh who's very who's probably very satisfied
1: making me sad jimmy oh no she's oh no we didn't break up but she's flying back to illinois for college
0: and you're when do you head back
1: (sighs) august 25th i believe is when i think that's
0: the sunday so you guys got to be apart for like almost a month
1: oh yeah no but she's going to illinois i'm going to vermont i'm not gonna see her until like winter break so not until december
0: I mean, that's what, you know, Skype and Chatterbait and all that stuff is for, right?
1: Oh, yeah, especially the second one.
0: Yeah. She's on there? Oh, I am. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So, uh, yeah. It's been like, it's been two weeks. Anything new? You said you're working on a video.
1: Uh, I always say that. No, I have been making a lot of Gungeon videos because I've been having a ton of fun with that. You saw the thumbnail earlier because I was like, this is gonna, in my mind. I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen as I'm drawing this. It turned out pretty good. But no, I'm, uh, I needed to finish the Proto Life video because that one was sitting there for a while because I like the game. Yeah. But I just never got around to like doing something with it. So I recorded the footage and I, I've written the script. So now I just need to record the lines and then put it all together. So it should be good and like, by this weekend that's what
0: I'm hoping to like get it done by so so proto-life uh video incoming hmm and then have you been you, so you said you've been making uh gungeon videos are those mm. up or are are, are you
1: just yeah re- I have two up right oh, now. oh okay technically three cause I made the first enter the gungeon video a few weeks ago cause I saw video game donkeys video on it and I was like that looks really fun so i bought the game and i was like this is really fun
0: i mean it's always been a fun game i
1: titled the video i blame donkey for this because i wasn't gonna buy it until i saw that video
0: perfect like stuck it's really good i so i bought that game a long time ago i've always been a fan it's a fun game um replay value it was a little bit stale only because like it didn't have as many synergies and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but with this update fixed a lot of that you know it each run is pretty fresh now and it feels pretty different we're at the bong 11 months you almost got the gold bucket i think you got one more month to go but mm-hmm. uh so yeah like i played it a lot when it first came out and then i kind of just like tapered off Mm-hmm. But now that it – you know, there's so much more content and, like, all the synergies and all the, like, the new areas and bosses and enemies and it, – it feels a lot closer to uh, Binding of Isaac as far as, like, replayability because Binding of Isaac is infinitely replayable. Like, yeah. You can That's still discover weird going. shit that nobody knew about, like mm-hmm. – I want the green one. The green one was like the first one. (laughs) You're already (laughs) way past that. Um, No, but that's cool. Uh, I'll have to check out your videos. You know what? Like YouTube's still weird, man, because I I swear that I I smashed the subscribe. I dingled the bell. I mean, I did all the things, and I feel like I still don't get notifications when you post videos. I don't know.
1: Did you make sure to join the notification squad (laughs) (laughs) after smashing my like button? I don't
0: know what it is, man. YouTube's just garbage.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of weird because people pointed this out like a month ago, I think, where it was like, you have to hit the bell and then enable an option because for some reason, YouTube thinks it's acceptable to have, what's it called? uh, Serve a majority of the videos, not all of them. That's so lame. I I, I noticed it with a Rainbow Six streamer and YouTuber I would watch because I, I would watch his content for Rainbow Six. So and he uploaded daily, so I would always see it. And I was watching his stream one day, and he's like, "Yeah." He was talking about his uh, Far Cry. Far Cry Four is the newest one. Okay. Far Cry Three, I don't know. That he, he put out videos of that, and I was like, "He did." I didn't I didn't even see those. So I go to his channel manually, and he has a bunch of them on his channel that never hit my subscription feed. See, but that's all the so Rainbow
0: frustrating. That was there, yeah that sucks
1: yeah cause YouTube is like we know you watch him for this stuff so since this is a different game we assume maybe you don't want it but if you don't give me the chance to like maybe watch a video and then say like oh he watched one video but didn't go back to it yeah, then we'll stop giving him those but they, they make a lot of decisions for you which is very annoying
0: they know what's best Uh huh. for content aggregation they're like, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. We've been doing this for a long time. we got to figure it out for you. We know what you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Assholes. Um, Wildling stopped by. By the way, uh, she has been a regular uh, viewer of Gator Pete's stream. She also started streaming more recently, and mm-hmm. uh, I talked to her about being a guest. So in a couple weeks, uh, Wildling will probably be joining us as a guest. Thanks for saying hi, Wildling. She said she's out in public, so... She may not be here still. She may have bounced already. But uh, shout out to Wildling. Thanks for stopping by and saying hi. Uh, we're looking forward to having you on the podcast at some point in the near future. Wrath Bong too. He he uh, was working on a game a while ago, and then he stopped because his computer broke, and he's like, basically all he has is like a potato right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm serious. I seriously need to like I. I almost want to just, like, mail him an old computer. (laughs) So I have so many parts laying around. Most of them are old, but it sounds like what he has might be older. And I want to see him finish his game. Uh, Phase D also uh, developed a game that he's been trying to get on Steam for a while. He said as soon as he gets his game on Steam, he's going to come on as a guest. So I I have... And then uh, Illion... I'm still work talking to him off stream, bringing him in at at some point. So I've got lots of stuff lined up. My my buddy David Bond, who uh, travels around and does stuff, and uh, he actually just told me recently that he's starting a fake news site. Oh yeah, I I saw that. (laughs) Which not because he wants to, but because uh, there's people making fake news about him.
1: Hmm, are they? Uh,
0: date advice david yes that guy if you google david bond there's a bunch of controversial videos and like fake news about him in like a lot of asian countries they're they're making all these false claims about him uh, i hang out with him all the time so i i know that a lot of the stuff you see out there is garbage but like there's some there's some controversy around him and he's a good friend of mine i grew up with him and uh, he's found success just selling like travel guides and giving dating advice and stuff. But people twist up what he does and say that he like records like uh, porn stuff videos. Films. Yeah, yeah, they he's they accuse women. Yeah, they accuse him of all this crazy stuff, and none of it's true. There's zero evidence for it. So he's mm-hmm. basically creating a fake news site to combat all the fake news about it. <laughs> So he's like, I, I'm gonna, you know, fight fire with fire, because a lot of the people that make these sites are just like one or two people that have a vendetta against him. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: because it's not difficult, right? There's so many ways you can do it yourself these days. Yeah.
0: So, uh, how controversial do you have to be to to have fake news both in and out of the country? I mean, he showed me some of this stuff. Like, there's there's like. David Bond exposed and like all these, like there's articles and websites and all kinds of stuff about him. It's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And when
1: you're like a person that's known out there, people will do it like purely just because they can get, they can sell their own views that way too.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. A lot of it is that a lot of it's people just like creating controversy to Mm -hmm. get their own name, like to get, to get their name out there. Mm -hmm.
1: Drama sells. And it's it's funny too cuz I remember a while back there was a IRL streamer I th- I forget who I think it's CJ Ride because yeah. there's two of them there are two white guys that went to Taiwan. I think it's CJ Ride. And there was a whole controversy with him there in Taiwan because like the the news there was like reporting on him because uh people like that didn't like him for being like a white guy in Taiwan and like talking to women they reported like out of context clips like stuff like leave garbage in like public places yeah and like being rude and like disrespectful to women to these news report agencies and like they were reporting on it but then if you dug deeper it's like oh the, con- the clips were out of context one of the big ones was like the chat would call the women easy but it's because there's the better twitch emote capital ez which is the the pepe the frog in the in the in the coat so yeah. they would post that with the clappy emote but if you don't have that all you see is the the easy come up when he's like talking to women
0: yeah yeah if you don't have better twitch tv you don't get the context for a lot of that stuff um yeah same, same exact shit happened with david like uh what they do what's crazy is like how news sources will use social media as a viable source mhm cuz that like a bunch of these sites are like uh you know social media or, or news on social media is that david bond is blah 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 it's like you're using like or like people on facebook are saying that david bond is blah 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 it's like You can't use social media as a source for information. (laughs) Like, cause anyone can say anything on social media. Like it that's like the word that's like the laziest news reporting. It's like they'll go into these groups uh and they'll just like they'll capture some chat thread and they'll just like put a screenshot up and be like sources on social media say that blah blah blah. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: It's funny too because like there's, no, the
0: there's no sorry go ahead.
1: I was going to say even in the US there's a level of that where when something happens the news agencies like they have people that they pay like on payroll to go on Twitter and like find that stuff because they want to be the first to report on it and the people that like put that up first they have it on Twitter. So you just ask them like oh yeah hey we saw you just post this like about this incident that just happened can we use this? and then they do but anyone can do that
0: yeah well and that's what he's that's what he's trying to prove so what he did i'm not gonna tell the name of it yet because um, i'm gonna have him on as a guest and i don't want to i don't know if he wants me to expose any of it yet but uh so he created a news channel because you know how you can create like pages on facebook there's like yeah. different categories there's like celebrity page or sports page there's a news category so he created a news page uh and he he like paid for a professional like he has a logo and everything and it's x news international reporting or whatever (laughs) and he started posting his own videos and stories on there and he would slightly tweak the facts just to make it more interesting he has thousands of followers and likes and the comment threads are like hundreds deep already and he's only posted like four stories Mm -hmm. and so it's like so obvious that anyone can do it like all you have to have is a a few interesting because he records a lot of video too like both in in the country and out of the country whenever he's home he'll just like go downtown with his gopro and like he'll see a fight break out or the cops arrest someone or whatever and he'll just upload that video and kind of tweak the facts on it like it's not 100 percent true it's mostly true but it's like, you know, people were overheard saying that he called the bouncer a Nazi, you know, like stuff uh, like that. Mm-hmm. Not, like and, and like people eat it up and people get so angry and like these like just intense emotional comment threads and like discussions will come out of it just because he just like made like recorded some random video and twisted the facts just enough to like get people riled up about it. And it's just like he's re- he's realized how easy it is. And it's kind of scary. So it's been interesting because he's been like private messaging me like, dude, I I just posted this article like 20 minutes ago and look at this comment thread, like it's crazy stuff. So I I really want to get him on so that we can uh, go deeper on it a little bit and see, see how far he's like, I just want to get enough recognition so that I can use it to like kind of keep my name out, like to counter a lot of these articles about me when I travel Mm-hmm. But now he's seeing like that it's so much more than that, <laughs> and he's like, I can see how this could be really dangerous for someone who's hungry for power. Mm-hmm. Like you can do anything, and people will just believe it because it says news. You know, just because it says news international, like people are just like, oh, it's news. Okay, it must be true then.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, the subreddit act like you belong. As long as it, as long as you look, people will believe it because. It's- yeah, they it's crazy. The, the expectation that it's false
0: it's a scary world man so uh so besides the uh proto life and uh gungeon stuff anything else uh you've been up to you getting ready for school aren't you going back to school soon there's only a few weeks left
1: yeah, yeah i'll be going back to school in what is that three four weeks at this point So, not really. I left a lot of my stuff up in Vermont, so that's just a matter of me like picking it up once I get back there. Where do you leave
0: it? Do you have, like, a place? Like a...
1: I travel really light, so, like, this the end of the past semester, I didn't have a storage space, so I packed up, like, everything I could. And it's kind of sad, because over two years of being at college, everything I own fit in a, a cardboard box about that wide, that big. A carry-on my backpack and a larger suitcase
0: and that, I was like well that that's makes not sad really that's easy. awesome dude yeah
1: it's like it makes traveling really easy and simple yeah and so it's pretty nice and I don't have to pay for that kind of stuff so I don't really like require a lot of like planning and like pre like getting ready for that kind of stuff so it's just a matter of me flying back nice late August
0: but you said you left stuff there where would you leave it
1: since I just had like a small cardboard box I just gave it to my roommate Who lives up in that area He oh. lives in New York Like which is the state right over So I was like yeah right. when I get back When you come back Just like bring the box And then I'll take it
0: Okay That's cool Mm-hmm.
1: It was just uh, stuff I couldn't bring It was like a second monitor Because I, was, I wasn't going to trust that on an airplane Oh yeah no <laughs> That's probably Honestly,
0: better to... That's a good call mm-hmm. No reason to risk that Electronics are always dangerous. By the way, everyone, uh, you probably can't because my microphone is dynamic and it's hopefully not picking up too much. Lady Navios uh, decided that she wants to watch Friends. She's never watched it. Mm. Um, you know, that's one of the, that's that's one of the interesting things. For those who don't know, we're about like nine years apart. So I remember when Friends was on TV. So I don't. Ha- I have very little desire to like watch Friends again. But she had never seen it. So, friend- <laughs> Mischief says Friends sucks. I mean, it's not great. L- Lady Navio just said it's not great. <laughs> but she's committed. She's a completionist. I'm convinced. If so, if Netflix had uh, trophies. The way PlayStation Four has trophies, platinum. She would have all platinum trophies, cause like she'll she ha- like she'll finish an entire show. She'll she'll binge it and just keep watching it until she like gets all the way through it. Mm-hmm. I have a shorter attention span, so I don't always get that far. But um, but yeah, she so she's been working her way through Friends. I think she's on like season three or four. She's watching it right behind the green screen right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's what I was hearing earlier.
0: Oh yeah, did you hear it earlier? I did. Oh, Bria, you hear a little more because I don't have the noise gate on Zoom. Mm-hmm. So you're that's yeah, that's probably what you were hearing. Yeah, that's
1: how I heard my video. I was like, wait a minute, what's that? <laughs> hey guys, Thomas
0: twenty here. That's me. <laughs> Why are you playing my videos? So anyway, um, for those of you who noticed, uh, well, two things. Number one the the title of the stream today was uh endless summer question mark because uh summer's almost over Mm -hmm. but meteorologists would say oh yep (laughs) that summer's not over it's hot as balls everywhere on the planet and uh there's a lot of folks except the bay area so I watched a really cool video and I'm not going to go into details about it, but it talks about like how the the uh, the currents and how it affects weather and stuff and mm-hmm. how that's probably only going to get worse because of uh, not glo- we're not allowed to call it global warming anymore. It's a uh, climate change. But yeah, uh, so I live in uh, the Central Valley of California and half of Yosemite is on fire right now. Which yep. means all of the smoke from Yosemite just dumps into the Central Valley and gets stuck here in the valley, so the air quality here is absolute dog shit. Uh, like, I cough pretty much daily. at least once a day I have to have a good cough. It's terrible. and Greece like isn't isn't like 90 percent of Greece just on fire right
1: now? Oh, yeah, people are dying. Like, it's, it's really bad increase right now.
0: It's, so, but no, but, uh, uh, climate change isn't real, though, so. <laughs> summer might just never end. Eventually, it's just an
1: outlier, Jimmy, don't worry about it.
0: One of these years, summer's just not gonna end. And people are gonna be like, oh, wait a minute. By then it's way too late, though, we're all just gonna burn.
1: hmm Like, I think I saw, maybe you linked it. But I remember seeing an article where it was like in the next like 60 years humans are going to have to adapt to like rising heat temperatures cuz it's not it doesn't look like it's going to be like cooling anytime soon. Uh-oh. You know, Mashif,
0: Mesh- like- are you a global climate change denier? <laughs> you dirty bird. All right, well when your face melts off <laughs> and your kids die, you uh, we'll have we'll talk.
1: I don't know we're going to live in space. <laughs> <laughs> We can't fix the Earth, so we're just gonna abandon it. It's gonna be like Wally. e Yeah, gonna take off in our space arcs, get really fat, and one company is gonna own everything.
0: I don't know. Unfortunately, the way things are going, I don't think we'll have the technology before we all melt. Probably. <laughs> Hate to be a downer, which brings me to my next point. I want to post this in chat just to make everyone super sad cuz I read a lot of this thread and uh it's pretty crazy. So there was a thread on Reddit recently and it was really fascinating. The 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 question on Ask Reddit was why do millennials want to die? Oh. And I read in- that one. Oh man, and and there was some really thought-provoking responses that were like I they kind of resonated with me a lot. It's rough being a millennial. It's rough being I mean, I don't like the title millennial, but shit's just like kind of shitty right now in general. Um and yeah, some of the comments just talked about like, you know, how no one can afford college or like the standard of living has just like gone down so significantly, and like then you read all these news articles about global warming. And it's just like it's not that we want to die; we just don't really care about <laughs> living. Like we're indifferent about this whole existence because why?
1: Yeah, it's like look, I know the I know the Earth is getting hotter but i also had a a nice deep breath for dinner the other day so kind of worried about that right now that's more of a <laughs> long term worry about
0: but yeah so uh, this was one of the this is one of the most popular comments pretty crazy shit i'm not going to read it on stream and we're not going to dwell on it but like Damn that whole thread! Like, I highly recommend some of you guys because there's some jokes in there that are pretty funny too. But like, it really does give you some perspective on where we're at right now, like as a culture, and why a lot of people in their 20s and 30s. Because technically, what is millennial cutoff like 82 or 83 or something? Supposedly, I think so. Yeah. Um. There's 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 legitimate reasons for the younger generation to be frustrated it's not all just us whining and complaining i mean it's the the world is a very different place you can't compare you can't compare the 60s and 70s to to now and that's unfortunately kind of what's been going on it's like oh you're just lazy go get a job and pull yourself up by your bootstraps like okay cool so it's it's a very eye-opening conversation that's going on in that in that thread, and it's it's worth taking a look at just to gain some perspective. Whether you're a conservative or a republic or conservative or a uh, liberal, Republican or Democrat, I tend to be fairly moderate. I try my best to look at both sides of any argument. Uh, but that thread really kind of made me think about some stuff. So it's it's worth uh, worth diving into a little bit. Enough with the negative news. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about, and we're going to get to Sheeps beef here real shortly. But according to this link that Mishief shared with us, there is potentially a brand new Diablo project in the works. Did you read this article, James? Or did you just kind of look at it?
1: I saw it and then I joked. I was like, ah, Diablo on mobile, huh?
0: I mean, even if it was Diablo on mobile, I would not be disappointed.
1: Yeah, me neither. Because it is like, it's a looter RPG, which could be fun like on your phone when you're at like an airport for two hours waiting for stuff to happen.
0: But right here it says a job opening is for a dungeon artist Mm -hmm. on the Diablo franchise by the game, but the game is listed as unannounced project. So it's probably not an artist for the existing game, if it's labeled under unannounced project.
1: hmm
0: The description makes it clear up front that this position will be working on something new. The minions of Hell are growing stronger. We're working on a new, unannounced Diablo project. Diablo VR. Mm. <laughs> I'm just playing. It <laughs> could be interesting. Um,
1: I don't think I'd want to grind for 12 hours a day in VR though.
0: Yeah, true. But no, I'm I'm excited. I'm a huge Diablo fan. I play it quite a bit off stream. Um It's happening D4 for iOS and Android. I I mean, I hope it's not a I hope it's not like a main If they did do a mobile game, I hope it's like a side prod like I I would hate for them to make because Diablo does have a narrative I know most people don't give a shit about the story but there is a story um I hope that if they did go mobile that that doesn't become the next chapter in the actual like narrative arc Hmm. maybe they do a side project you know maybe it's like a you know what's that movie what is the what's the Star Trek side project solo or whatever The Han Solo side movie?
1: Oh, the uh, side story.
0: Yeah, you know, they do like the side stories. I'd be cool if they did like a mobile side story. I wouldn't want it to be the direct sequel. Because I don't want to have to play it, but it'd be cool to have a little. It's going to be a Diablo Idol game. I mean, Idol games have gained in popularity. Although, speaking of that, I'm super, super burned that uh check this out this is just stupid people haven't people haven't learned fuck idle games no they're fun sometimes you ever play cookie clicker shit's awesome
1: oh that's a good game
0: that's i mean cookie clicker pretty much established the idle franchise like cookie clicker was like the game that i got so addicted to that shit i remember leaving
1: cookie clicker on on my computer like all night as i slept so i could wake up just to spend those sweet cookies on more cookies
0: So Ninja Breadmon That argument I used to make the exact same argument That clicker games and idle games Are pointless But It's not that far from saying That games in general are pointless Because if someone enjoys it Is it pointless? Like that's You you gotta be careful there Like to you it's pointless Because you don't like You interact in some way right like some people do find it still gets that dopamine drip like there's still some type of rewarding whatever because you have to go back and check it and make choices and they just take all the mechanics of actually you know having to attack and dodge and they basically just focus on the meta game it's, it's just pure meta game like there's no it's no different than any other game they just took the Actual physical needing to attack stuff out of it, right? hmm So, yeah, you're not going to improve your Twitch skills or whatever, but you might improve your decision-making skills. It's a different type of game, but does that mean that it's pointless? I don't know. But anyway, this pissed me off. I played a lot of Clicker Heroes because it was free to play.
1: Mm-hmm
0: and then they came out with this early access clicker heroes 2 number one it's early access number two thirty dollars for a clicker game in early access in my opinion they're pointless is that better yes of course you're entitled to your opinion i was just trying to sway your opinion and make you think about it a little bit differently because people make the same arguments about Whatever games you play they say oh they're pointless what do you get out of it
1: yeah it's like there's no tangible like thing you're getting out of it. it's like well of course it's not tangible but it's that intangible like reward it's why i play games
0: i mean life is pointless really if we're gonna go that far
1: oh true because we're always gonna bri- we're back to the why <laughs> the millennials suffer from depression <laughs> Unless you Coming have some bull circle.
0: Unless you have some deep religious belief, really the only uh the only goal according to evolution is to procreate, but other than that life is pretty pointless. Mm-hmm. So you know, how pointless are games? How pointless is idle games or clicker games? It's all fucking pointless. So mm-hmm. I guess it, you know. Life is pointless. Exactly. So that's why I don't feel the need to point out that clicker games are pointless, because someone enjoys them. I guess that's is. no. Okay. No, go ahead. I was just saying, I guess that's kinda of the point I was trying to make. Mm.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of people have been expressing like that same sentiment. Like why is it thirty bucks? But then I forget who told me, but he said that they said. So it's kind of a stretch here, like a he said, she said thing. That the whole reason that they just put a $30 price tag was because they wanted to make a full game without the microtransactions because they thought it was like an issue in the in the first one, that people were spending too much money. So they said, we're just going to make a full, complete experience in this game. and saw it at a flat price.
0: See, and I have an issue with that because basically what they're saying is, hey, people who wanted to spend more... because. Right, like the the nice thing about microtransactions or like founders packs is that it's a choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you put a thirty dollar price tag on it, you take the choice away from the consumer. You're basically mm-hmm. saying, I don't care how rich or how poor you are, everyone can spend thirty dollars on this game, and that's it. When you when you have a when you have a well made like tiered model, whether it's a founders pack or you know, cosmetics or microtransactions—you are basically letting people decide what the game is worth. So, you know, there might be the guy who plays it for twenty hours and spends five bucks, but then there is the other guy who plays it for two thousand hours and spends a hundred dollars. You know, like you—it gives. I feel like it gives a, or like you know, the perfect example for me. I always go back to uh, Path of Exile because they had those founders packs that were like two, three hundred dollars. And, like, the value wasn't really the point. Like, it's not like you're actually getting $300 worth of stuff when you pay for it. The point is there's a lot of rich people out there who are willing to throw money at a project they believe in, but mm-hmm. then they still made it a free game. So it lets people kind of decide what it's worth. So, I like, there's arguments on both sides of it, but for me, I personally kind of tend to lean towards that, especially in today's climate. Because when you say, nope, the game's going to be $30 and we're going to try and get rid of microtransactions, I feel like it's a lose-lose because they're going lay- to make less money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just aren't going to play it because they're turned off by that.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially since it's a clicker game. People right. don't want to spend $30 on an idle clicker.
0: Right, exactly. Like, if it were free, I probably would have spent, in the lifespan of the game, I probably would have spent more than $30 on the game. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been free to jump in and start playing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's the, that's, I don't know. They they still haven't learned from Vegas. You got to get them in with like the penny slots and the free hotel rooms. And then you, once they sit down and start playing craps for three hours and try and win their money back and they're down 200, they spent more than they would have spent. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. that, like learn from what works. That's why they comp hotel rooms in Vegas all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're a regular Vegas go Vegas goer, you have one of those club cards or whatever, you'll just get an email that will be like, enjoy one free night on us, and like, they're basically trying to get you there because they know once you're there, you're gonna go to the buffet, you're gonna go see a show, you're gonna gamble at least a couple hundred bucks. Like a free room is nothing to them, mm-hmm.
1: especially when they know that you have the money to spend gambling, right. They'll bend over backwards for you, like, in every situation. Like, my grandma, she and my and my parents are going to Laughlin, Nevada this weekend. And she was like, yeah, I already have the rooms. I got the three rooms. They're free. The The manager of the hotel called me and said, do you guys want tickets for the concert that's there? Because she knows my grandma has been working 50-plus years and has some money saved up and would probably like to spend it at a casino.
0: Oh, that's just smart business. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Give the game away for free. The basically just give consider consider the entry of playing the game that, that two night free stay at a hotel. And then once they're in the hotel, once they're playing the game, they'd be like, Oh cool, yeah, you wanna wanna speed things up a little bit? Because it's a single-player game. I do not give a shit about buying power in a single-player game. If some rich-ass dude wants to drop $3,000 to progress in the game faster, and it's a one-player game, and that's how he wants to play it, I do not care. The only Mm -hmm. thing I care about is being able to buy power. I don't like pay-to-win in multiplayer games. That's where things get kind of shady. But if it's a single-player game, who cares if someone pays to go see the ending? Mm -hmm. Like or to get further like I, I give zero shits about that maybe if there's a leaderboard that could be a little gray area or whatever but
1: yeah I think clicker heroes the, the first one did have a leaderboard and then I think it also had a multiplayer component but it was just like now the multiplayer, multiplayer was
0: co-op though
1: wasn't it yeah so it was co-op for a high score yeah so it's like you and your buddies be like we're gonna try to do this and then you're versus like other co-op groups that are trying to go like even higher like for damage numbers and stuff but in the end, it's all like, you're not fighting other players.
0: Alright, so maybe in that case, I could see why they... I, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't know much else. I've never... I played the original Clicker Heroes on my phone, but I didn't get too far into it. I just remember, like, I was doing pretty well, and then the next thing cost me an insane amount of money that I just couldn't seem to get to, and ah. I couldn't do a lot of damage either. But it's because it was like, oh, once you reach this part, you got to sacrifice your hero to get these, like, esoteric tokens that are going to increase your damage by a percent in each run after. And once you get enough of those, you'll be able to do enough damage to do this. And I was like, that's a little too much layering for me. I want to play something else.
0: Yeah, eventually I think I got to the point where I, uh, I, f- I used some guide and a calculator and started mm-hmm. a new game. And I got so much further, so much faster, just because mm-hmm. I was, like, min-mat. Like, I was basically just you know following an exact path that people have fit like they that game's been optimized to shit like they're, yeah, they're... It's,
1: it's just a numbers game right but there's a there's a fast and easy way to do it
0: right so eventually i did one of those just to see what the late game was like and i got pretty far i joined like a guild and was like you know battling the monsters together or whatever i was in the subreddit i got really i got pretty deep into the first clicker heroes I used to have it running just in the background whenever I was playing something else or whatever. It'd be on one of my screens. But, uh... And this game looks cool, too. I like like how they changed it from just a platform to, like, an actual path that you run along and kill stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, if you watch the video, instead of... So before, the enemy would just appear in the middle of a square and you'd kill it. And then the next one would appear and it was just like... This one, it actually... You actually travel along a path and fight each enemy... So that's kind of cool.
1: I do like that in the trailer. Where it's like the game no one asked for cuz yeah. I think tons of people are still playing the first one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get that they they want to they have a successful franchise and they want to take the next step with it, but you got to be careful not to come off as greedy when you have an early access game for $30. Mm-hmm. Cuz there's already kind of a lot of people have a negative connotation when it comes to early access in general mm-hmm. so 30 bucks for early access is for me it left a bad taste in my mouth personally and you know there's there's definitely reviews that express the same uh, the same sentiment anyway I don't know we'll see is it going to be free to play eventually or is it just 30 bucks is the price I think it's just flat price, thirty bucks. Man, I don't know about that. In other news, uh, Weezer. For those who don't know, Weezer recently covered Africa and uh, and uh, that other Toto song.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, they actually like got they like went up the charts. they have been on the radio, and it's just cover of an old Toto song of Africa because you know all the memes and stuff and the it's Twitter Africa. channel. my favorite one so far has been the uh the gamecube africa meme did you see that one
1: i think i have
0: so you know the gamecube meme when it's the squares Mm. rolling and it's like and then it just keeps going (laughs) well it drew the shape of africa and then it started playing like a -hmm. 16-bit version of the africa song
1: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm that's, I think that's the the latest one going around that I've seen cuz the, the latest one I saw of that was cuz I always try to guess what it's like drawing and I was like <laughs> I can't I don't know what this is and then it finished it it drew a person and then it did the Fortnite dance and I was oh,
0: like Oh I saw that one that one's
1: probably going to get popular cuz it's Fortnite but uh, I appreciated the Africa one more
0: Yeah so this this just happened Toto actually covered Hashpipe from Weezer hmm. They're going to be releasing it as an official track, but they've played it live a couple times and someone, uh, someone caught this live performance. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but... So now it's just bands, bands memeing other bands. I thought it was cool though. Toto's been a really good sport about it. Um, I just wanted to mention it because we had brought up the other one. I thought it was funny, so we'll wait till the official track releases and we'll check it out. Also, uh, I so I first of all, I want some confirmation of whether or not this is actually true, or if Devolver's just like, it's. I mean, it seems like it's something that would be true.
1: Let's do a quick Google search.
0: I don't know if it's based on an article, but I fucking love Devolver. Shoot. Their Twitter is the best. They, they, they clipped this article of, or like a quote or something. It says, parents paying Fortnite tutors $20 an hour to help their children. And then at the top, it says, please buy our $10 video games.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Devolver publishes good games. I love Devolver's games.
0: You guys know I they play a lot of them.
1: Enter the Gungeon.
0: Enter the Gungeon, Swords of Ditto, uh, ruiner i mean the 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 list of games that they published and most of them are cheap too like that's I love the fact that most of their games are like 10 to 20 dollars
1: uh, all right so i did a bit of digging and apparently it is true the wow. source comes from gamer sensei a website that specializes in esports coach, coaching and lessons with pro gamers and an ad is now autoplaying somewhere on this page and burning my eardrums. I'm gonna close that tab. And yeah, they have like the analytics that show that like thousands of people are like signing up to their services. To so basically, you pay this person, and then they live stream like to the person that like they do
0: a coaching session. Basically, yeah, it's a coaching session. Yeah, I mean, and some games I have coaching built in, like Dota Two. They have a whole platform for coaching, mm-hmm. and. At first, when I read this, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking stupid." But the more I thought about it, and the more esports has become a thing, and the more that like playing video games and streaming video games as a profession has become a thing, is it? Is, I, I had to ask myself, like, I had to play both sides of it, and I had to ask myself, like, is this really any different than like private tennis lessons or private golf lessons? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: in though, comparison, this.
0: Yeah, well and those get a pass because they're physical sports, right? But mm-hmm. like esports is a billion dollar industry. I mean, you've got you've got professional NBA, you know, like uh what's it Rick Fox? He has his own uh yeah, owns Echo Fox. He, yeah, he owns Echo Fox. I mean, it's a, it's an industry. Mm-hmm. Video gaming is just as big, or uh, maybe not just as big, but it's getting to the point where it's just as big as professional sports. Mm-hmm. So is it really that outlandish? for parents i mean people used to pay me 20 bucks an hour to teach their kids how to play the drums mm-hmm. I, w- I was a drum tutor i helped to help me pay for college
1: yeah this just reminds me of uh i remember a few years ago i would watch uh axiom crank when he would stream starcraft and he had the panel in his stream that was i i will coach you for 200 bucks an hour because that was the rate that these professional starcraft 2 players would coach people to get better at StarCraft too. People are willing to pay money to get better at games.
0: Yep. So while it is funny, and we can scoff at it or whatever, mm-hmm. but, I mean, yeah, I don't, like, if the kid gets better mm-hmm. and he's enjoying doing it, I I don't know. I guess I maybe... <sighs> I don't know. I still am not sure about it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, video game coaching has been going on for quite a while. I think, yeah. I think Fortnite's just an easy target because it's so big and everyone's like, <laughs> Fortnite, 12-year-olds. Yeah. There.
1: yeah, it's easy for someone to just make an article. And then since it has Fortnite in the title, people are going to click it anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hmm. The cost is probably cheaper than a new TV when Junior Rage quits and throws the <laughs> controller. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go, man. I mean, yeah. I'm okay with it. And last thing before we get to our chief's beef, I thought this was really interesting. Uh, real simple, it's self-explanatory, but it's just basically all of the consoles since the Atari Twenty Six Hundred uh, adjusted for inflation. So it's crazy to see how expensive like some of these games were. I remember, you know which one I remember, I thought was really expensive at the time when it came out and looking at this chart I'm impressed how cheap it was compared to a lot of these. Mm. I remember when the Jaguar came out, I remember thinking, "Damn, that shit's expensive." But it really wasn't in comparison. The 3DO was by far one of the most expensive ones. I do remember I played the 3DO once at like I went to a uh, Circuit City or something and they had a 3DO like display set up. And it was pretty cool. I remember being like, wow, this shit's crazy. Uh,
1: Graphics are so
0: real. I mean, because it was one of the first, if you look timeline-wise, it was one of the first like true 32-bit consoles. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I remember Jaguar, they claimed to be like 16 times 2 or something. They weren't like a true 32-bit. It was called the Jaguar. I think it was even called the Jaguar 16X or something like that. Uh, the 3DO claimed to be 32-bit, so it was like holy shit. <laughs> also surprising is how cheap the Nintendo 64 was when adjusted for inflation. That's probably why it was so damn popular.
1: Oh yeah, probably.
0: Because I remember it was. Uh, I don't remember it being 200. I thought it was like 250. Maybe. Where's the switch? I mean, you know. It this only goes is, to
1: 2013. Yeah. How much does a Switch cost right now? Like $300? bucks?
0: i am not sure, honestly. Um, I but,
1: keep saying I want to buy one, and then I never get around to it.
0: I have a Wii U, so that's holding me out for now, but I'm probably eventually going to get a Switch. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I got rid of my Wii U a while ago. It was when I was going to get a Switch, but I was like, do I need a Switch right now? And then I didn't get the switch. It's 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 it like nags me in the back of my mind because it's like if I get the switch, I know I'm gonna play like all the all the games. I keep saying, but at the same time, it's like where am I gonna get the time to do that? I <laughs> didn't play the Wii U when I took it with me to college. Yeah, when I have time to play with the Switch.
0: Right. Yeah. It's like it's really a matter of time, especially as you get older. an mm-hmm. <sighs> old man find time I keep my Wii U around because there are a handful of Nintendo games that I enjoy getting my fix I have the Zelda one which is fun just to like explore I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'll ever beat that game the game is so massive Mm -hmm. Uh, I
1: remember in Breath of the Wild I had done so much side stuff and I was like well at this point I should probably beat Ganon I go in five minutes later it's like wait that was the fight
0: (laughs) you like two shot him (laughs) yeah because you You can fight him pretty much any time right
1: yeah, because you just have to straight up walk to Ganon's Castle. And if you don't know what you're doing cuz it's your first time playing, it seems really hard. But since all the enemies like have a base like level and then you slowly scale up as you play the game and like upgrade your stuff. Right. You don't realize how sh- how much stronger you're getting. So by the time I got to Ganon, I was like, "Oh, that was an easy fight." Yeah. But it was still such a such a good game.
0: No, I'm pl- I'm slowly working my way through it, but I also just bought um its counterpart for the PS4, um Horizon. Mhm. That game is cool as fuck too, man. Like I've been really enjoying Horizon a lot. What's it called here? Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever? Yes. I got the complete edition for like 20 bucks. Like 15-20 bucks on sale. Mhm. And uh that game is a blast just like robot dinosaurs walking around like i don't know i've been really enjoying it a lot it's pretty cool uh, i need to get a capture card so i can do some of that on stream but i guess i some people use that playstation streaming or you can stream your playstation to your pc i guess
1: yeah i think that's what it is some people i know people stream like straight from the playstation and it looks okay
0: yeah, I mean, but I have a physical connection, so I'm wondering if it would. It probably might. It might. I might be able to make it look okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to figure something out because I have been playing PlayStation more lately. Lady Navio bought Detroit. She paid. Uh, she pulled the trigger and paid full price because she loved that game so much. It's the first game she's ever paid full price for by herself. Oh, so mm-hmm. that's that's something. And she's $60 having
1: dollars is pretty steep. So I know. That was a good game.
0: Even well, she. It. We rented it. Um so she had it for like 3 days from Redbox. Mm-hmm. And uh she's like there's so many paths I haven't finished. I got to play this like four more times and I was like well you could buy it <laughs> or you could rent it four more times and by then you should have just bought it, right?
1: Mhm. So or she you can just never know what the other paths say.
0: No, she's got to know. Like I said, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to shows and stuff, she's uh she's a completionist, so.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest reason people like that game apart from the characters was because of how much like new info there was because I remember seeing someone play it and then like okay like what other paths were there and that's like and he's like wait what and then there's whole like sections like you don't see unless you do specific stuff it was crazy.
0: Yeah, like uh one on her first playthrough when she rented it, she killed the cop guy like pretty early on because she missed like a f- she missed one of the fast action, like she missed a couple button sequences and he mm-hmm. got ran over. So-, <laughs> so he was just dead, and that whole storyline just like, you know, changes because he's mm-hmm. he doesn't interact later on with the characters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh so when she bought it, she restarted. She's like, "I don't like that he's dead." <laughs> so I don't she want wanted just-
1: to be dead.
0: So she just started again from the beginning, and is like been trying different like options along the way and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so it, it's cool for that reason that you can have such a different experience, you know, depending on who it is and what kind of choices they make and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's what I like the most. Just watching it was that the choices you make actually matter. Right. Because in all those other games, the like your choices will influence the game's ending, and then literally your choices do nothing it's like oh this guy died but if he lived nothing else changed so it didn't matter yeah that's kind of like why include it
0: which one was it that i felt that way um what were those really popular space ones there was like three or four of them uh I can't think of the name right now, but like there were they 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 always Mass Effect. That's the one. Mm-hmm. They Mass would always advertise how how you get to make all these choices and stuff. But like half of the stuff that you do doesn't. I mean, other than maybe seeing some different cutscenes or ending up in a, having sex with a different character or whatever. But like
1: or all the characters,
0: yeah. But the plot really doesn't change that much based on your choices, right? Like. There's still an overarching plot that's gonna happen regardless of what you choose. At least at least that's how I felt from the what I played of them. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I didn't play enough of them, but that's just kind of the I don't know. I felt like a lot of the choices just weren't that impactful. Other than like, you end up being more of an asshole or a nice guy.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was like, you choose the evil option or the good one? It yeah, doesn't affect anything, but it, it but it
0: might. Exactly. It was more of a, a reflection of you than the actual, like... It didn't really affect the plot that much other than, like, oh, you finished the game and nobody likes you and you slept with one chick. I don't know. It was rad at the time, though. No, they're. I mean, they're good games. They have good gunplay, good graphics, the story... But, I like, I, I just wish they didn't emphasize the whole dialogue part of the game so much because playing it now it just feels tedious like if you try it they i don't know i don't i feel like they didn't age well as well as other games in that category just because like a lot of the dialogue just becomes very tedious and exhausting Mm
2: mm-hmm
0: I feel like n- games now have streamlined a lot of that stuff. So you're not like... Because there's literally times where you're just on the ship talking to people for like 30 minutes in between missions or whatever. And I like the the approach they're taking now with like God of War and Horizon and stuff where a lot of that dialogue happens while you're still playing the game. You know, yeah. whether you're traveling from one area to another or you're actively talking while you're fighting or whatever. Like, the, the story develops in a much more like engaging way than just be like okay you go off the ship and you go do a mission and then you come back to the ship and you talk to four different people and you make dialogue choices okay now you go down to this planet and do this mission then you come back and you do a bunch more dialogue it just felt very like disconnected you know it it felt like okay now you're doing missions now you're doing talking now you're doing fighting now you're doing talking and it's like i don't know it just didn't really appeal to me So that being said, Detroit actually accomplished like a, a game where it's mostly talking, but it's actually engaging and your choices matter. So that's it makes it that much more engaging.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it was basically like an interactive movie. Yeah. Because you're determining the, the one of the stories and what's going to happen with some amount of gameplay. Because really, well, it's mostly like QTEs.
0: And I feel like they took everything they learned from Heavy Rain and just improved on it.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Like, it was objectively a better game in most ways than Heavy Rain was. But, like...
1: Like, especially a lot of people, like, were sleeping on it because they were like, oh, it's another David Cage game. Because, like, the first one, it was good. But then a lot of people were like, oh, it was, like, after the fact. They were like, eh, it wasn't that great. And then the second one made by him, it wasn't Heavy Rain, but Beyond Two Souls... That one was good, but then a lot of people didn't play because they're like, "Oh, it's just like heavy rain." And then that, and then Detroit came around, and everyone liked it.
0: Well, I feel like those games were necessary, though. I feel like they were mm-hmm. stepping stones. Like you could tell that they learned a shit ton of, like, you know, like I'm, I'm curious to see how far they're like. If is Detroit just another step? Like what? Like I'm, I'm excited to see if they can take it even further. You know. Mm-hmm. Cause it's really just a matter of time and writing staff at that point, <laughs> you know, like how yeah, many much. how many different crazy like inner intertwining stories can we put together in a reasonable amount of time?
1: Yeah, and make the story get.
0: Yeah, yeah. The whole android story arc is pretty cool. I mean, I know, I know it's a concept that has been uh, explored many times and beat to death. You know, it's kind of the same questions they ask in like. Um, Blade Runner and a lot, you know, uh, iRobot and whatever, you know, like at what point are computers conscious or at what point are they a part of our society or, you know, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting discussion to have, especially with all the stuff going on with AI, but I think they approached it in kind of a fresh way that made it interesting still.
1: Yeah. Like a lot of people were saying it was kind of heavy handed But overall, it was good because I think we're at the point because we went through the whole like zombie phase. So I think now we're at the point of like the robot and android phase of games, especially.
0: Yeah, man. What's next though? We did zombies, we did pirates, kind of came back a little bit. Now we're we're now we're back to androids. What's next? What's next in this cycle? curious we should have predictions and see what's next aliens
1: stuff about uh global warming
0: (laughs) yeah did aliens ever completely go away though i feel like there's always been a trickle of like alien type games going on anyway we better get to the chef's beef by the way uh it's gonna be a shorter podcast because i actually uh in fact uh I have, a, I have a bounty, and it runs out soon. Like, it says I have an hour left to do it. So we're going to do Chief's Beef, have a discussion about it, and then I'm going to go do my bounty. And in order for me to get my full bounty, for, so, for those who don't know, Twitch is doing this thing where you can play games, like sponsored games. They send you a free copy of the game, and you play it, and if you maintain your average viewer count, you get a payout. So just from people watching me play this game, Twitch is going to pay me. So if you guys want me to get paid so I can turn around and buy a game and do a giveaway or something, uh, right after the podcast is over, I'm going to do a sponsored stream for the crew too. And I have to maintain like 16 viewers or something. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you guys. It doesn't say I can't tell you guys that. So I'm trying to be as transparent about it as possible. I'm going to be doing a bounty. I have to play the game for an hour, and I have to have 16 viewers, so uh, I'm probably going to do that right after the podcast. Tonight's the last night that I can do it, uh, because they took forever to send me my key, so hopefully they're okay with me uh, doing it last minute. <laughs> anyway, let's get to this sheaves beef. Uh, he said this one was going to catch us off guard, that it was going to be a little different. So I'm kind of curious to see what's going on. He said it was a little bit longer, too. So give a heads up on the time and we can rip that 16 up, man. Uh, it's going to be right after. We're going to do Chiefs Beef and then uh, close out the podcast. And then I'm just going to change the title on the podcast and start the bounty. So probably we'll probably shoot for 830 to start it. I cut it down. Cool. We're going to check it out right now. So for those who don't know, Mr. Mashief in chat, shout out to Mischief. He creates a video for us to watch every week. It's called Schief's Beef. He uh, takes two topics that he's uh, got beef with, and he fleshes them out for us. And, And then he lets us decide which one's the bigger beef. And according to him, there is a right and wrong answer. Sometimes we get it right. Sometimes we get it wrong. Sometimes James and I have a difference of opinion. So... Chief's Beef is always a fun time. It's always interesting. We don't watch these ahead of time, so it's new to us. It's as new to you as it is to us. We have not watched this yet. I have no idea what the topics are. So here we go. i am pause my music, and we're going to Chief's Beef. Ready? On go. One, two, three, go. Welcome, everyone,
2: to another episode of... Dave's We're down here at JTRHNBR Studio Network headquarters bringing you the beef. Now, here's your man, Meshif. Welcome, everyone, down to the stadium. My name's Meshif. I'm bringing you the beef. Today, we've got two heavy hitters, two big contenders in the contest for the biggest beef. Now, let's get right to it with our first beef. First beep is Costco. Oh no! Now why, mischief?
0: Why Costco? I love Costco. You're
2: you're a libertarian. You should love Costco. You should <laughs> love the low prices, the no frills, and the easy shopping experience at Costco with all the bulk discounts. Hey, there's no discount at Costco. If you've ever shopped there, you're not getting out with less than two three hundred dollar bill. Okay. So, First of all, let's just cut the whole discount portion out of it because that's bullshit. The next thing about Costco is the membership fee now i know it's a little bit of a privilege just to go to costco to get all the big items that's bullshit okay i i'm going to spend a ton of money there the whole membership thing may have been a real thing 30 years ago but at this point it's garbage okay drop the membership bullshit okay costco the next part is i'm at costco because i'm there for the staples stuff that you can buy in bulk stuff that you're going to use stuff that's not going to go bad right away stuff that you need To feed your family and hopefully save some money. But here's the thing about Costco is they don't give that to you right away. You got to feed past all the bullshit. The solar salespeople, the cell phone salespeople, the... The generators, the the jumper cables, the bulk discount on jumper cables. Is someone there for that? Who's this person that doesn't exist? Then you finally get to the very back of the the store and you find the meat counter. And the meat all comes in bulk. And that's great. That's fine. You're going to get a discount. It's good quality stuff. But hey, you got to buy 30 pounds of it. Next, you go down the shoehorn and around. And then you get hit. You get slapped. You get attacked by the free... Sample ladies, I know what you're saying. Mashif, I love the samples. The samples are the best part. That's why so many people go to Costco. I know, but here's the thing. They're selling you slices of turkey with a little tiny sliver of guilt. If you get, it's called (laughs) reciprocation, okay? They're going to give you something, and they're going to want a little tiny bit of something back, and that is a sale. And they do this a thousand times over all day, and that's why Costco, you are our first Beef of the week. Oh wait. We're not done with Costco. Here's the other part. Checking out. Takes forever. Checking everyone's out everyone's got suck. their bulk stuff. Takes too long. You finally get out of the store. You're finally signed up. You spent your three hundred bucks and you're ready to run home before all this shit spoils. But you stop. You're costed. You're a paying Costco membership, and they still stop every single member at the door and check their receipt to make sure you didn't steal. Did you steal something while you were shopping with <laughs> us today? That's just a bad experience. Come on. I'm not a thief. The sheaf ain't no thief. That's why you're the beef. (laughs) Second beef is bathroom sinks. I know what you're thinking. How could this possibly be a beef? Who has a beef with bathroom sinks? Well, my sheaf does. And here's what it is. This is the problem with bathroom sinks. This is got a, cheap, a poorly designed piece of crap that you'll see at just about any Mexican restaurant, uh, an Italian restaurant, value. a bathroom at a gas station, or, God forbid, your own home or apartment. Now, what's the issue with this? The issue is this stupid spout is too close to the back of the sink. Yes. You're washing your hands, not like this, but like this, <laughs> up against the sink. Not only is it unhygienic, unhy- but it's also gross and annoying. And it leaves the rest of the sink completely and utterly unused. And this sink doesn't even have a stopper at the bottom, so you can't use it to wash your face or do anything else useful with. Fuck you sink. Now here's the next wow. one, tiny sink, fuck you, tiny sink. Another great example. And this is probably <laughs> one of the most common uh Kohler sinks that are out there. This is built in, these are everywhere. Too small, no pressure, no nothing terrible sink what is this what are we looking at here (laughs) so this is another problem with sinks they try and get too fancy so you've got the old boring that is just badly designed because it's hard to wash with what the hell is this? The upkeep on this is a nightmare. Water's just going to immediately splash out this way, this way, or this way. You can't use it at like a normal sink. All this is for is dabbing a little bit of water on your hands and then spilling it everywhere else. Look at this freaking drain here. How do you clean this? Does this whole thing come apart or what? We don't know. Holy yes. shit. Imagine brushing your teeth. Brushing your teeth. Sorry. Sorry. And spitting the toothpaste out, and it goes all the way down this thing. And you gotta clean it. Or you got hair all over this thing, like this is just a nightmare. This is so poorly designed and thought out, it's unusable. They've managed to get the sink away from the the wall of the sink, it's so you're art not machine. at least touching the disgusting porcelain. But they don't give you any water pressure because if they did, it would splash everywhere. Another poorly designed sink. Okay. Here's the thing about these. We got these at my work recently. <laughs> they don't have this nice faucet that's at least high up off the ground. The ones at work are cut about right here, okay? And then they come down immediately over the over the drain. What happens when you use this sink, especially at the angle this one's at? You turn that knob on, ready to get the poo-poo off your hands, and then the water's going to... Why are you getting
0: sh- poo-poo on your right hands, machine? Your
2: make it look like you pee. <laughs> Basin sinks are another awful thing. Here's why. You're not washing your hands like this, like a normal human being. You're up underneath in the corner trying to wash your hands inside the basin. Not only do you have to wash the <laughs> inside of the sink on this design, but also the outside and then the uh, countertop as well. It's just poorly designed sink. This is almost passable. This is about what's passable for sinks for me. That's why, sinks, you are the second beef of the week. Jimmy, James, chat, I want right. to hear what you guys have to say all these Now, stick around to the end. There is a right answer. We're going to get that, back to that. But I first want to hear what Jimmy, James, the chat, the guests have to say. Let's hear your
0: predictions for the beef of the week. All right. Welcome at, back. Oh, sorry. 6.43, I think, is about where I stopped.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm about the same.
0: <laughs> so first of all, I completely 100% disagree with you on Costco. Uh I love Costco. Yeah, you might spend a little more there because you can't resist all of the cool shit they have. Uh not everything there is bulk. Don't you're you're kind of like over exaggerating a little bit. Not all the meat is bulk, not all that like it in general you'll get one two loaves of bread instead of one. Most of the stuff is kind of bulk, but not all of it. Also, samples i'm okay with i've actually discovered two or three things that have become some of my favorite foods because of those samples one of them being the pineapple the everwood pineapple sausage that shit's my favorite i love i i i go out of my way to find that sausage costco doesn't even carry it all the time anymore but i will find that damn sausage because it's so good and i would have never discovered it if it weren't for one of those old sample ladies i love that shit i like it's If it's something that I'm not interested in or I've already had, you're eating guilt, Jimmy. (laughs) No, I don't feel bad for taking a sample and not buying it. I maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just not, uh, I have no conscience. I don't know, but, uh, I, I, I like the samples. And if they're ones that I don't like, if they're trying to sell, if they're like cut up a pizza or like trying to give me some grape juice or something, I just skip them because there's always like people standing around and I don't want to deal with it. But if it's something I've never had before, it gives me an opportunity to try it. I don't see anything wrong with that. You'd go to Sample Sunday and just go wild. You could probably get full just from walking around to every station and eating samples. Plus, they got the dollar fifty hot dog and a drink. Still can't beat that anywhere. Even if they raise the price a buck, like if I was if I was a hobo, I would live. I would try and, like, pitch my hobo tent as close to a Costco as possible. A buck fifty, because some of them have the food station thing outside, so you don't even have to go inside with a membership. Like, hot dog and a drink, and their hot dogs are big. Hot dog and a drink for a buck fifty. You can't beat that. (laughs) The hot dog and a drink is the best part about Costco. (laughs) then why have a membership also they do have discounts they have a whole car program that's actually pretty good which you're probably mad about because you work at a car dealership my friend just saved like three thousand dollars by going through costco to buy a car from a dealership because like dealerships have like deals with costco also tires i've saved uh the last time i bought tires i saved a couple hundred bucks big ticket items you can save a decent amount of money at costco also gas they don't upcharge you for using a credit card so if they say gas is two thirty nine or whatever, it's two thirty nine. Even if you use your visa, credit card, whatever, it's like ten to twenty cents cheaper per gallon than anywhere else in town. So there are things that your membership is paying for and the return policy is still pretty good. I'm not a Costco shill, but don't act like there's not some kind of value there. That's why if it's me, a hundred percent agree with you on the sink thing, and I'm gonna say for me personally, sink is the bigger beef for everything that you said. Short sinks, stupid sinks, uh you know motion detectors that don't work half of the time. sinks are just terrible in general, uh especially in public restrooms at your home. definitely things that piss me off are those filters that always get clogged, and if you don't replace them regularly, your pressure goes to shit uh I feel like sink technology. Everything like we're, we're, we're shooting rockets into space and bringing them back and reusing them. We could probably do better at designing sinks. So I would say my bigger beef is sinks. That's enough of my rant. I want James to say some words.
1: Well, you said everything that could be said about Costco. Cause if you're not making your money back through the samples, what are you really doing there? Cause it, it Costco and like stuff like Sam's Club, it's kind of like paying for Amazon Prime shipping you're not really making your money back through that membership on the free shipping, unless you're buying a lot of stuff. So you gotta, you gotta nickel and dime them every time you can through those free samples. But with sinks, you know, you can instantly recognize a bad sink like immediately. Cause you, it's like machine said, when you have to put your hands right up against the sink in a public area, it's awful.
0: You're probably touching everyone else's
1: duty. Of course it, it, If Machief is doing that at his work, you know it's happening at a public restaurant. (laughs) Exactly. So even at your own home, the sinks can be awful. So in comparison, I'm going to have to go sinks are definitely the beef because those Costco department stores, those ones, the pluses, they're so so varied and there's so many of them. But sinks, especially your sinks in your own home, you're stuck with that. You're not going to put down 500 bucks to replace your sink. It's not worth your time.
0: Yep. Also, Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, eye exams. If anyone out there doesn't have insurance, but you get a Costco membership, you can get an eye exam for free from Costco. It's either free or it's like super duper cheap. Like there are things that your membership kind of like there's value there. Also, for those who don't know, you can go into Costco without a membership. If you tell them you're going to buy alcohol, at least in California, it's illegal to have a private alcohol, uh a paid private alcohol club where you can purchase booze. It's like against the law in California. So if you if they try and card you at the door, you can just say, oh, I'm just here to buy a bottle of whiskey or something like they can't stop you there. There's a few things. I think the pharmacy, too. There's a couple things that you can actually go into Costco without a membership. Um, And the membership's cheap machine if you cheap ass. It's like what, fifty dollars a year? You probably spend that much on Twitch bits and subs. So I, I don't, I, I a hundred percent have to go with syncs on this one. So I think we're in agreement this week. If he says Costco, I might, I might have to hire someone else to make beef from now on because uh,
1: looks like you'll find someone else to sell you cars, huh? <laughs>
0: Says the guy that won't pay thirty dollars for an idle clicker game. There's no value, dude. Costco's way more value than that game. Come on. All right,
1: the here idle we go. Clicker doesn't give you free samples.
0: Yeah, I can't click enough times to get myself a a, a piece of ham on a toasty bagel. Where's my Where's my I, I'll I'll pay thirty bucks for a clicker game if it starts spitting out samples and discounts on gas. Anyway, uh, I'm at 6:43, uh, so we'll do it on go. Yes. You you're ready? One, yeah. two, three, go!
2: Welcome back to the studio, everyone. Tonight we have
0: Chef's Beef,
2: and now the great reveal of the final beef. It's six. Sinks. Why sinks? Yeah. Okay? You're not going to escape them. And the, the one time you need a decent sink, the one time you have an emergency and you just got to get clean, it's going to be one of these shitty sinks. It's going to be some terrible design. It's not functional. It's either too small or too big or it makes a mess. And it's going to be too late and you can't escape it. Because when you go out, if you leave your house, you don't have a choice of what the sink is. You're at the mercy of whatever design the uh, architect or whatever was going for at least with costco i can avoid it i can send my wife there to go and shop and she can handle everything and and i don't have to deal with it plus costco has hot dogs and that is easily their saving grace for now but that's why today's beef is the sink, beef is the sink. were you right were you wrong let me know in chat i want to know see you next time for sheep's beef we got it right. We win.
0: What do we win, Mischief?
1: We get a free membership to Costco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, that was a good one. Although I completely disagreed with you on Costco, and I bet you're still going to pay for your membership every year. I'll believe that that's a B for you the second that you stop going there. How about that? that's when i that's when I'll believe that it's an actual beef once you can uh once you stop going to Costco and paying for a membership then I'll believe that you actually have beef with it but until then that's that's fake controversy I don't believe you sir um so that's it that was a good show some good discussion solid hour and a half podcast a little shorter than usual but that's because According to Twitch, I literally have like 25 minutes to start this bounty. I don't know if it's due by then or if I just have to start it by then. I guess we'll find out. But uh, I'm going to be doing a bounty for the crew too. If I get at least 16 people in here while I'm playing the game, I'll get the full bounty, which is $16. (laughs) Yay! Money for me. But I did get a free... I got a free key for the game though, which is $60. So I guess I can't complain too much. Um, Actually looking forward to checking it out. Hopefully everyone sticks around. Tell all your friends. Let's get a bunch of people in here. Let's let's check out the crew too. Thank you, James, for being here as always as my co-host. There might not be a podcast next week. I'm really sorry for missing weeks. The summer's been super crazy for me. But after that, we should be back to a normal Wednesday night schedule. And I already have at least three or four guests tentatively lined up for the next few weeks. Um, James is muted cause his brother's in the room and he sometimes likes to say stuff really loud. Uh, but that'll change too. In a couple weeks, he's going to be back at school. I'm going to be back on my normal schedule. So we'll be able to knock out some normal Wednesday night podcasts, hopefully without interruptions. Summers are always kind of crazy for everyone, but, uh, I thank you guys for being here and, uh, that was a good beef. If if you know anyone that's interested in being a guest on the podcast, or you yourself want to be a guest on the podcast, please send me a, a direct message on Discord, uh, or just hit me up in the public chat channel on my Discord. If someone wants to drop the Discord command, uh, we're always looking for interesting conversation and guests and topics. Even if you just, we have a podcast channel on the Discord as well. If there's a topic you'd like us to discuss or a question. It can be a personal question or something in the news, pop culture, music, games. It doesn't matter. We're always looking for stuff to talk about or people to talk to or whatever. So I want this to be a community effort. Uh, Definitely appreciate all of your interaction. We're also thinking of some ways that you guys can spend ducats to interact with the podcast. We've thought about maybe like an ask a question where you can spend ducats to submit a question or even a call in we thought it might be cool if you could spend ducats to call in like towards the end of the podcast, we'll have like a and a Q&A where guests can call in. You can spend ducats to like join the call and chat with us or something. So we'll, we'll be possibly experimenting with that. Some of that stuff in the near future. Um, trying to find some, some fun ways to keep things interesting for you guys. So, uh, that's it. Um, i'm not, I'm probably not gonna stop the stream. I think I'm just gonna update the title and i'm gonna switch over to my usual game view and we're gonna start up the crew too. James, do you have any uh closing comments?
1: If he gets the full payout he'll he'll give it away through steam gift cards, so definitely <laughs> stick around
0: <laughs> exactly perfect uh no, I'm not opposed to doing something like that for sure. Um, That's kind of why I brought it up. Uh, What am I searching? Uh, That's good for now. Cool. All right. So, yeah, no, if if I get the payout, I'll do a little giveaway. By the way, I already bought some uh, during, in fact, during the Crew 2 uh, feature while I'm checking the game out. I might actually be giving away. I have a bunch of keys for a game that I bought. And I, I want to play it on Thirsty Thursday. Uh, it's a little game called Disco Dodgeball. It's a fun, really fun multiplayer game. I bought a six-pack for like $6. Or a four-pack for like $6. It's a, it's like a, arena, dodgeball, FPS, fast-paced kind of game. It's on Steam. It's called like Hyper Multiplayer Disco Dodgeball. It has some long-ass title. I just call it Disco Dodgeball. But I bought a bunch of keys for it. So... Um, so let's uh, update this here. And thank you, James. Uh, by the way, James has a uh, a Twitter and uh, a YouTube channel. If anyone wants, I'm sure he'll share that link with you to his YouTube channel. He makes rate content on a fairly regular basis when he can drag himself out of bed. Uh, he doesn't stream as much, but he said that he's hoping to maybe stream a little bit more in the future. So, yeah check him out go follow him on the twitter go uh, subscribe to his youtube channel go hire him to make videos for you he's a starving college student so he can always use some uh, some extra support uh roll robot roller derby disco dodgeball that's the one that's the one all right james have a good night i hope you stick around and chat and check out the crew too with me and uh we'll be back tomorrow for thirsty thursday